All right. We're the only ones that can hear this. Hey, yeah. everybody. It's Hi. This is weird. It sure is. That was um, my phone that I just threw down to the ground. That, well, yeah. Table. There's a, so Erica just came off of a workout, and yeah. she's, I can tell she's already very jacked up. I'm pretty jacked up, but I'm also, there was, I'm glad you brought up the workout because I'm freaking disgusted. The guy next to me was sweating so much that, like, you know, the treadmills are really close together in Orange Theory because there's just not that much room. And I'm, his sweat was on my treadmill. That's gross. And I'm like, wear like a suit or something if you're going to sweat like that. Right? Like a, like a, like um, a like hazmat a- suit or something? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just like really grossed me out because I know, like I sweat a lot when I work out because those classes are crazy, but I'm not like dripping onto other people's business. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. Like his sweat is probably on me. That means his <sighs> DNA is on you. That's pretty gross. Cool. I'm going to get it tested. <laughs> get it tested. It is, this week was weird. This is Easton and Erica. Hey. This week was weird. If you notice, no new theme song. No, no new theme we song. We totally talked about it, but you know what? It felt right to keep it. Yeah, um, I made a couple, and I'm not that good at um, I'm not that good at music anymore. I'm realizing, like, I sat down to write these things. <laughs> Disappeared one day. Yeah, like I um, I used to kind of know my way around music, and I still do a little bit. But um, I sat down to write a new theme song, and I was having a hard time coming up with ideas and making stuff that I thought sounded good. Um, so I know there's a couple music people out there that listen to this show. Uh, so Are there? <laughs> I'm, so Levi, I'm talking to you specifically. Oh, okay, here we go. If if uh, you want to give me some ideas, uh, that would be very much appreciated because um, I don't know. I mean, we that theme song's fine. No, it's, it's totally fine. It's fine, but that's the thing. It's fine. But you know, when do you grow up? I would like something we're proud of. All right. So I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so. Uh, you just, so you just came off Orange Theory. This is how yeah. how long have you been doing this program? It's now? been almost exactly a year. It was I think I only know this because of my billing. I think <laughs> it was February seventh. That was my first day. So we're almost at a full year, and I go through. People are always like, "Oh, do you see results?" And I'm like, "Ebbs and flows, people. Some week, some months, I'm like crushing it, and I'm like, look how thin I am. I don't actually say that to people. And then some months, I'm like, I go like twice a week, and like." <laughs> It's hard like to, crap. It's hard to tell from your perspective because you see yourself. That's true. Old, you know what I mean? All day, every day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've known you for this whole year. You do look a lot. You look like you've slimmed. I look like I've worked out a little. Yeah. Pumps you look, yeah. You look buff. I'll take it. Yeah. It, and also they're like, well, don't read the scale because like muscle weighs so much more. Yep. So like, I don't know, guys, maybe I'm just really buff. I'm going to go with that. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. 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 Um, What's been going on in your world? Like we well, need to talk about. You got a broken window situation. Yeah. That's real serious. Well, okay, we'll we'll touch on that really okay. quick. We um, my uh, my dog tried to jump through the window in the like, living room of my house, and you happened to be outside. I happened to be outside. I uh, I was sitting in my car trying to decide where to eat lunch, and I heard a window break, and my friend said, "Marty tried to jump through the window." <laughs> And I freaked out because I thought he had jumped through and like, because he's the type of dog where if he gets out, he'll just run. He's like a bolter. Yeah. He'll just run because he likes to run. Yeah. Uh, So I freaked out and I jumped out of the car and he was still inside. He had jumped at the window and bounced off, I think. And that impact caused the window to shatter. Just like cute little Marty, like breaking glass. Yeah. And he's he was fine. He was totally fine. But there was like giant hunks of of glass just hanging from the window pane. Yeah. Like 
falling left and right. Like it was like a like out of an Indiana Jones movie or something. Like where like the that. icicles fall. Exactly. Okay. It, was, it was very similar to that. Interesting. So we cleaned it up and I got the glass replaced. But um, now he's not allowed to stay in the living room when we're not there. He's on timeout in the bedroom. Okay. That sounds very like a really good idea. Yeah, because I uh, I didn't know he was capable of that, and I I couldn't stop thinking about how much worse this would have looked if I had gone to lunch like twenty minutes earlier and been gone when this happened. It's like true. Do you think he knew you were out there, and that's why he was trying to bounce off the window and you know perfect his parkour moves? Or <laughs> maybe I, I I don't know because I was sitting like I was sitting in sight? my car in front of the house, but also I don't know he wouldn't he couldn't see me in the car because hmm. like. Unless he knows my car, which I don't know. I mean, that's impressive if he does. Um, Dogs can be smart. Also, I wonder if he's been like Shawshank redemptioning this thing and like j- jumping at it a little bit each day. Just slowly <laughs> cracking it. Yeah. And then like uh, the, did it, that day was just the final blow. So uh, I don't yeah. know. He, he, I don't know. He always, um, I would see him jump up onto, the, like not jump onto the windowsill, but like lean against it and kind of look out the window. Up, yeah. But I didn't know he was um, like hammering himself against it. So it's that was... such a funny sight in my mind. Which, I, like, I'm so glad he's safe, and I wouldn't be saying it was funny if yeah. he escaped yeah. or was injured. But it's the best. It was the best possible outcome for this type of thing to happen. Yeah. But um, but still, uh, kind of a bummer. Kind uh, of. But he uh, he's fine, and the window is replaced, and um, all is good in the world. Uh, Thank God. I really, I was thinking, like, if I'd come home and seen it, and seen seen that that sad tableau i would have thought like there's a burglar in the neighborhood who breaks in through windows and steals dogs (laughs) because he would have been gone yeah i mean like if he had left you would have had no idea what happens you guys don't have like no you totally have security cameras out there for anyone listening who wants to break in but like you wouldn't know so yeah i guess your mind was about a burglar stealing my dog oh my god how sad would that be and i was talking to my friend about it and he was like uh because the glass was broken um, outward because that was where the impact happened. Right. So he's like, it, it would have had to been one of those burglars that use like a Batman like gun <laughs> that where it like shoots in through a little pinhole and then pulls the glass out. So it looks like it was broken from the inside. I mean, I love that they're the idea that there's someone out there stealing dogs with a Batman gun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's good. So we, we started to talk about this a little bit last week, but I want to touch on this right now because we started this show talking about The Bachelorette. And The Bachelor has started. Oh, yes. I mean, I was going to bring it up. We would be remiss I, if we didn't talk about okay, it. Okay, so, I like, we're, you know, don't want to be that girl, but I am that girl. What? Uh, so what we, we're in week five right now? Week four? Um, shoot, Honestly, I think, I, I was saying shoot, not the other one. Mm-hmm. I think it's week four that we just finished. It could be week five. With Ari Lyondike Jr. With Ari Lyondike Jr. Do you want to talk? Are we talking age difference here? Is that what we're talking? Because that's what is blowing my mind. I so when you know what's funny is the last season of The Bachelorette we talked about it a good amount and I a lot I was obsessed. Yeah, we talked about it a lot and um, that was actually kind of how one of the ideas this podcast first started was like I have never seen the show. I don't know what it's about. And, and it, I am like number one fan, yeah, longest running fan. Probably. I thought it was kind of a fun way yeah. to look at the show. Because of things that have changed in my line of work, I'm a, I still have not seen the show. I've never sat down and watched an episode of The Bachelor. I have, right. I've seen a handful of clips over the years, but I've never sat down and watched it. So I still like to think I'm fairly uninitiated, but I do have opinions on things and I know things that are going on just because of 
things that happen in my work. Yeah. And I'm paid to, uh, to listen to certain conversations about this. I would like so. to point out, though, he reads a lot of Bachelor, Bachelorette forums that he is not paid to read. So there is a certain <laughs> level of That's interest in your mind. Extracurricular. I'm very interested in the fandom and I'm interested in how people react to people on the show. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah. So you're okay, but you're not a Scott fan. So let's. Uh, I'm. Oh, honest to God, I thought you said an Alan Scott fan. I was like, who's that? Alan Scott on The Bachelorette. Yeah. Uh, let's um let's set the stage a little bit. Okay. So at this point, as we record this, as we sit here, yeah. They, um, they finished. I think it's week five. You might be right. And that was the one where <laughs> they did one on one dates, correct? So every week there's at least one okay. one-on-one, and then there's also group dates. This past week there was two one-on-ones and one group date, and um, both of the one-on-ones were really, really good dates, but one of them resulted in, so Ari Lyondike Jr. is 36 years old, and on his second one-on-one of the week, it's with this girl, Becca, and she's like, oh, you don't know how old I am, and she tells him she's 22. This is like a show, mind you, to get married. Yeah. Like, this is not... Is she the youngest person to have ever been on the show? No, I think there were some 21-year-olds a couple seasons ago on Ben Higgins' season, but he was only, like, 26 as The Bachelor. Yeah. So it's very... That's that's not weird. Like, a 21-year-old and a 26-year-old dating a 22-year-old and a 36-year-old. I'm 24. I should. I have no business dating a 36-year-old. They're, like, what do they have in... What do they talk about? Like, how'd that date go? Yeah. I don't know. They make out a lot. Like, they have a uh, lot of yeah. great chemistry, and that's, like, great, but, like... I don't, like, what would I talk about with anyone over 30? Oh, wait, you're 30. So this, I guess. <laughs> this would be my date. Well, no, look at this conversation, though, because I'm like, what's The Bachelor about? Yeah, like, you what's know? this here thing doing that you the, kids do? This I is don't a great know why example. we became Southern. Though. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's no, my yeah. Grandpa Easton voice. But uh, that's, yeah. that's a great example, though, because I, like... We're not that far apart in age, but there's enough of a generation gap. Where, and like, imagine things... there being eight additional years between us. Yeah. That would be, cr- I would not be able to sit here and speak about my weird life with you if you were 38. So I don't know if I'm doing math right. It's fine. So you think, uh, do you think the age difference is a, is a hard no? Like do they're not going to end up together, right? I mean, I have so many questions because he's sitting there going like, oh, well, like how could you possibly be ready for marriage? This really scares me. You really worry me, blah, 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 blah. But would you accept this rose? Like, I just am so interested in you. Like, I have to keep you. And, like, sometimes I think guys love that stuff. When they yeah. feel like they can't have it, so they want it more. Yeah. Um, Should they get married? No. Should they get engaged? No. Should he choose someone more age-appropriate? Sure. But all the other girls on this show, like, to Becca's defense, all the other girls on the show are, like, 25, 26. That's not much better. Annalise is, like, 32. Three. She's 33, but she's off the show. Yeah, that's an, interesting. Yeah, um, I think the average age is 26. And that it's a 10-year gap. It's better, but like still, that's not that much different. He's 36? He's 36. And she's 22. Oh, my God, that's, that's, that's huge. That's just huge. You're this almost, is, you could be her father <laughs> if I want to get gross. A very, yeah, yeah, a very fertile 18-year-old or 8th uh, grader could be her father. Yeah, like uh, go but, for um, it. It's true. It, it really is true, though. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. Like the, I think when someone is, when you have like uh, memories of like, oh, this is something me and my friends did the day you were born. Like that's that's kind of weird. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. When like, because there's times where like you know I've I've hung out with people that are like five years younger than me and like even then that's and I'm like oh you know 
that's kind of weird, but but it, it's not like if I was hanging out with someone and I did keep thinking about how they were like two years old when I was getting my driver's license, like that's right. really bizarre. That's some weird stuff. Yeah. I mean, I know you're married. Wait, Allison and you are basically the same age. Yeah. She's six months older than me. So. Oh, mm, cougar. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, what is the greatest age difference you dated in your past dating life? Um, I dated a woman that was seven years older than me. That's pretty significant. That's significant. And I was, I was a senior in high school at the time. Oh my and God. She was we a, got a modern day Becca on our yeah, hands She here. was a friend's uh, older sister. Um, oh. I also, oh yeah, that's, that was the biggest age difference. Okay. Cause every, and then I dated another girl that was like, um, oh wow. Uh, yeah. Seven years older than me again. Okay. And then I, uh, but how old were you when you dated the second 21, one? 21 and she was 28. Okay. So it's still within my world. So, of like, it's okay. Besides the one when I was in high school, I was 18 and she was 20. Uh, I don't want to do the math. 25. 25. <laughs> uh, so that, other than that, everything's been within the same, um, decade, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, but those are the two biggest ones, but every other girl I've dated was around my age. Yeah. I've literally never dated anyone. Well, uh, no, no. The most is like, I went on dates with a guy who was three and a half, four years older than me. Wow. But that well, didn't work out because he was boring as heck. Yeah. I hope he's listening. Like, I I couldn't do it. We went on like two or three dates and I just was like. Because he's an old man. Nothing there. He just wanted to talk about the stock market and uh, (laughs) He wanted to talk about, like, you know, his grandchildren. I'm kidding. Um, It was also just him. Yeah. We were not compatible in any way. So Ari and Becca just make out the whole time, you said? Yeah, they have, like, super great chemistry and, like... Is that good TV? Like, is it fun to watch someone else make out? Well, they don't just, like, keep showing them making out. Like, they they cut up the date. Um, And there's, like, background music and stuff, right? Because I'm just picturing a silent, like, soundstage where they're just making out. It's weird, like... Never watch flash that noises. Show. Yeah. I definitely think uh, they show a lot of Ari kissing, and like we get it. He, his nickname was the Kissing Bandit when he was on The Bachelorette. Like we get it, um, and it's just it's getting to be a lot. I hope they like tone down that as we get into these like more serious relationships. I'm very committed to him finding the love of his life here because then it was all worth it. This whole like people being outraged over him being the Bachelor thing will be worth it. I liked that. Everyone was so upset about him being the bachelor. I don't know why I like that so much, but like it really was yeah. a surprise. It totally was. Like I was a fan of his back when, you know, five years ago when he was on The Bachelorette. And so I was happy that he was going to be The Bachelor, but I also was like, is it relevant? I don't know. So maybe, you know, like maybe if he gets married and he's happily ever after, then it works. Then it's fine. How much of this show and like watching it and being a fan is like, um, cause like, so when you watch some of these like superhero movies that have like these big, huge <laughs> love the comparison. Already. Yeah, I'm bringing it in. So like a lot of people fault uh, Avengers 2 because the whole movie is like looking for towards other movies like, oh, here's a little character that's going to be in another movie later on. And like I wonder you how, almost don't get a full movie because you're just kind of like you're getting ready for something else. Looking forward to something okay. else. How much of watching The Bachelor is like watching the cast going, who's going to be The Bachelorette next? 
that's a big part of it. I'm hearing a lot of conversations about that. Yeah, in your line of work. Yes. And and I heard that during The Bachelorette. Like, oh, who's going to be The Bachelor? Yeah. Do you think so? Like, from week one, when the first dude got voted off or whatever, they're like, oh, do you think he could be The Bachelor? Right. And I was like, like, by the way, it's never the first person voted off. Yeah. First of all, that's insane. Uh, (laughs) Second of all, it's been one. Can't we enjoy this show right now? Right. I just thought that was weird. But that is a big part of it, though, right? Totally. That's a really interesting point. And now, like, I, I... it totally is in your mind all the time. You almost create favorites. And as much as you like The Bachelor or Bachelorette, you don't want them to win because you want to see them in a full other season. Like, it's so messed up. It's That's so great. messed up. So, okay. That, would this, this would be wild. This would be wild. Oh, what would be wild? What if, what if for The Bachelorette, the next Bachelorette, Lauren, Lauren Bushnell? <laughs> that would never happen, right? I, I know it could. I I would be so sad for Ben Higgins. I just think that would be so weird to watch. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like I'm, I'm acting as if like me and Ben Higgins are like in a weird relationship. We're not. Uh, seriously, guys, we're not. Um, I would just feel badly because I think like imagine watching your very serious ex that you were engaged to. Then go on a show and make out with men and go on fancy dates and she had to watch him do that when they during their before courtship. they were engaged though it's different. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. And that, whatever, that would, she has a serious boyfriend, so it won't be her. That would just be wild, and I would love I would watch that season if that happened. So they've done something kind of like that before. Um, actually, the girl who Ari dated when she was the Bachelorette, she was previously on a season of The Bachelor. They got engaged, broke it off. She became the Bachelorette. Oh, so it's not like totally out there. Okay, but um, I don't think I think that people were such fans of Ben Higgins that like they would never want to see the girl who broke his heart be the Bachelorette. He's more likely to be at the Bachelor again. Yeah, Uh, has that happened? Has someone been a repeat? (laughs) It all ties back to Ari, the guy who broke up with the Emily Maynard, who became the Bachelorette. He was the Bachelor twice. The first time he chose no one. Second time he chose Emily and ended up single anyway. I like the idea that he chose no one just so he could like go on hot air balloon rides again and like do all this like crazy shit they get to <laughs> it do. It wasn't two seasons in a row. Okay. They waited like five years in between oh. or, or so, at least three seasons. But it is interesting. And also, why do I know all this? Like, this is crazy. I'm, it's very impressive. That's why I like to ask these kind of questions. Because you. You, when you talk to guys who are like really into sports and you ask them like, Oh, when's the last time, uh, like, someone this young got this many runs, like ERAs or whatever, like that kind yeah. of thing? Uh, they have an answer. They have they have answers. And the thing I like about this is I can ask you this stuff and you rarely hesitate before answering. Like you're, <laughs> this is true. This, this information is on hand and yeah. ready. This is like if you talk to me about Taylor Swift, too. Yeah. It's really embarrassing. Um, But, yeah, I just, uh, you know, it's a passion of mine. And I, honest to God, sometimes think, like, I really need to go on this show. <laughs> But I think I know too much. Like, there. So I mean, at this point, it's been on for. This is twenty season twenty two, correct? Sure. I'm pretty sure it is. No, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, there are, there have to be like, like I don't know if they ask him this on the show, but like there are girls on the show that are like super into it, right? Yeah, I mean, I think there are, and they kind of hide that because I think that every girl who goes on the show has had to watch at least one season before. Because they all kind of get what they're doing. Like, they're not, like, surprised that the man they're dating is dating 15 other women. Yeah, You yeah. know? Um, and I think you have to know what the show is to want to go on it. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and then there's the whole, like, oh, are they doing it for the right... Re-? Like, they know oh what will, God, totally. will happen in their lives after they get off the show. Yeah. 
Is there someone, can you think of a, do we call them contestants? What do we call them? The, yeah, yeah, contestant. Okay. Can you think of a contestant that was voted off the first or second night or the first or second week and is, God, we, we actually may have even talked about this before, so I'm really sorry if I'm repeating myself, but. Is was, like really successful outside of it. Yeah, and I, I, I use the term successful loosely, but still yes. a, a figure. Like a public figure. Um, Not off the top of my head. No, a lot of those first and second week girls. Just kind of fade into or obscurity. Or men. Yeah. Kind of, but sometimes they end up on like Bachelor in Paradise or come back for another season of The Bachelor. Like that stuff happens. I so. think about Annalise in particular. Okay. Because for those of you listening that have been watching The Bachelor, Annalise got a lot of yes. press for being afraid of bumper cars. And then afraid of dogs. And afraid of dogs. Yeah. And she was voted off. She made it to week three, week I think. Week three, which is. So that would make this only week four, by the way. Okay, so she she made it to week three, which is substantial, but there's also, like, I mean, this show's going to go until March. Like, there's, like... Right. I think she stands a chance because she was such a storyline. Okay. It's those people who, like, have heavy stories. Sometimes they get kicked off early because they are super annoying. She's not. I, she's a lovely person, but um, there's, like, villains who get, you know, kicked off pretty early, but they come back for these other shows to stir up drama. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Because Annalise... Uh, she might come back for a redemption story. Really? I hope. Yeah, I a mean, redemption like, story. like, come riding in on a bumper car or something. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you realize they can't leave a bumper car track, right? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, um, uh, she strikes me as someone who is getting ready for a life of post bachelor. I don't want to say fame, but notoriety. Yeah, and I wonder if she can expect that having been on the show for such a short. She was like that was a thing. Like that was a thing that everyone talked about, like the bumper car and right. dog nonsense. But um, if you know I, I were mean? a producer, I'd put her on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, she's like really. She has said in like interviews and stuff since she's like I'm an oversharer, and I think I think that's sorry. My phone was making my headphones buzz. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's a really positive thing to be an oversharer for producers because, like, uh, that would be me. I would be like running my mouth, like, "Oh yeah, in fifth grade, I bullied a girl," and blah, blah, like, it just—that's not even true. But it would just whatever is true would come out, and then you just have a whole new storyline. And I think she has a lot of angles to her, and I think she actually really does want love, but she like it was not with Ari, and she'll admit that. How often, dude? Bachelor in Paradise, is it always people who have been on the show before? Yes, it's never new people. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now they're doing Bachelor Winter Games, which is all people who have been on the show before, plus international Bachelor franchises. I'm interested. I am going to watch Bachelor Winter Games. I've made a pledge to watch it. Oh. Um, when does that start? Do you know? February 13th. Okay. The I day hate myself. <laughs> I hate myself. It's fine. Um, I will be watching that, and uh, I'm interested because like, I read about it, and there's... A fair, it sounds like a good amount of contestants from other parts of the world. Yeah, which but, is going to be cool. Which will be cool, but it's just funny because like everything I hear in the news is like only about the American. Totally. And there's a lot more American contestants than there are from international, right? Like um, it sounds like they are only picking like they have one guy from Bachelor Japan and one one gal from Bachelor Canada, and then like. Yeah, sent, yeah, like, I think it's half people. Americans and half international. International, oh, gotcha. which okay. is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm curious if that show is airing in these other countries where their people are represented, I mean, you know? Very, very... I would think that would make the most sense, but I don't know. Like, are, is the press coverage being like, ooh, rumors that so-and-so and so-and-so from Bachelor in Italy and 
I don't know what I'm saying. You know, from these other countries. Or is the news running that in their country? I mean, maybe. Maybe. I hope so. Who knows? Who knows what it's like to be a bachelor contestant in another <laughs> country? Who knows what it's like to be a bachelor contestant here? Not us. No, not, definitely not us. Definitely um, not you. So I uh, I could, it, this is very fascinating to me and I could talk about it forever. Yeah. There's there's a couple things I need to get off my chest this week. Okay, so then let it out. We're going to change gears just a little bit. I'm embarrassed to, to bring oh, this God. up, but I, I can't hold it in. Oh God! I was. Um, <laughs> I'm concerned. I just there, okay. So I I just want to use this these opportunities to um, every now and again I'm walking around and um, I'm noticing things and uh, they eat at me and I feel like um have you ever heard the legend of the monkey's paw? Literally, the words you just said to me sounded like gibberish. So the, no, the monkey's paw is a it's an old it's a fable. Um, it's been done on the Twilight Zone and things like that. So it's a story that um. A guy buys a monkey's paw from a gift shop, say, and he's told it will grant him wishes. Okay. He um a, he asks the monkey's paw for a wish. The wish comes true, but there's a bad part. There's like a negative part of it. It's like, oh, I want to be a millionaire, and he becomes a millionaire, and then he finds out that like his entire family has been murdered or stuff like that. Oh, so wonderful. After he gets through like three wishes, he realizes that they're all horrible, and he need, wants to get rid of the monkey's paw, but he can't because the curse of the monkey's paw. You have to get someone to willingly take it from you. You can't just give it to somebody. You can't just like leave it on a bus. Can't get. You can't throw it away. You can't. You have okay. to get someone. To, so the, what's happening to me is kind of like that, where <laughs> this stuff eats away at me until I get someone to unwillingly listen to what I have to say. I'll willingly listen. And so this is something that has been uh, sitting on me for years, and I just wanted to bring it up because I wanted. I just want to know if other people have noticed this. Um, there's a movie called Armageddon. That oh, came out. Easton literally <laughs> IM'd me the other day and said, Do you know what Armageddon is? And I said, No. So you've never well, I, I've heard, you, you've of, heard it. of the movie. And it's like, oh, like a bad end of the world type thing, it's, right? It's <laughs> 19, from 1998, the heyday okay. of disaster movies. Okay. Uh, th- this is your, your, you know how like um there was like two movies in the same year about the White House being taken over. There's White House down and Olympus has fallen. Yeah, what year did those come out? That was in 2014 I was or something. Like, but oh, um, I was, like, was I six? No, yeah. no, no. There's full adult. That happens all the time. Like there'll be like four volcano movies the same year. Like yeah. in 1998, like I think Deep Impact came out and Armageddon, and I think there's one more asteroid movie. Okay. So the plot of Armageddon is that there's an asteroid coming towards Earth that's going to destroy it, and okay. uh, like kind of like the dinosaurs. So for some reason they pick um, uh, Ben or uh, yeah Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis because they work on like an oil rig or something and they're good at drilling and the idea is they're going to go on a space shuttle to the asteroid, drill into it and load it up with explosives and blow it up before it can reach Earth. Oh, okay, kind of a cool idea. Sure. That movie gave us the Aerosmith hit. Uh, I don't want to miss a thing. Oh my gosh! That okay, song was written for that movie. Wow. So the soundtrack was a hot button item because it had that was the only way you could get that song. Right. You bought the soundtrack. Right. So, Back then, that wasn't on like an Aerosmith album. No, that was for the movie. That is so interesting. Okay. Yeah. So we we had the album in my house because my mom liked that song, and yeah. I listened to the album because I thought surely there must be other good music on here. And this is what's been eating you away for years? There's one song that I would listen to <laughs> on that album that I've never heard anyone talk about how strange this song is. It's called Animal Crackers, and it's by Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. I assume this is not the, uh, the who's that little girl who dances and sings Animal Crackers? Oh, that's Shirley not. Temple. Thank you. Okay, I, I gave this, I did a test drive of this rant on someone the other day, and they brought the same thing, and I'm really yeah. glad that, um, that Animal Crackers- I'm glad you're test driving your rants. But. Oh, yeah, we got, uh, 
Allison can tell you that I, <laughs> I workshop a lot of these things before oh, they great. hit the public. Um, yeah, uh, that's what, when you hear Animal Crackers, especially in a song, you go, oh, is that from the Shirley Temple movie? Totally. No, this is not. This is not. This song is called Animal Crackers. And before I, pl- I'm just going to play you the first little bit of it because okay. it's fascinating. It's a separate song from I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. But the okay. <laughs> difference is, I don't know why this exists. It's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. And then it fades into a part from the movie, dialogue from the movie, where Ben Affleck and Leif Tyler, Stephen Tyler's daughter, who's the love interest in Armageddon. Awfully strange. Very strange. Okay. Ben Affleck and Leif Tyler are laying in a field, like they're they're falling in love. And he goes into this Seinfeld-esque routine about the idea of animal crackers. And it's very strange. And, and I'm how just gonna is the song by Steven Tyler? Check check this out. Okay. This I'll is listen. called Animal Crackers. Here we are with one of the greatest songs of all time. It's a great song. And everyone knows this hook. But then we get this part. (laughs) I I really don't think that the animal cracker qualifies as a cracker. Because it's sweet, which to me suggests cookie and, you know, putting cheese on something is sort of the defining characteristic of what makes a cracker a cracker. He's not wrong. No. They got like little animal cracker Discovery Channel thing. Watch the gazelle as he grazes. Whose voice is that? That's been out like. Oh, okay. He's like pretending to be like an animal cracker. He's pretending to be like a crocodile hunter. Okay. And he's like riffing on the animal shapes. And how does this end? <laughs> this song. <laughs> it goes on like that. So he just keeps. It, it keeps going. Then is it, Steven it, Tyler it, in the song? Except for the beginning. It comes back into the song later on. Uh, but <sighs> I keep hearing that and I just think like, it's a... Uh... I have a lot of questions. Yeah, isn't that strange? It, it's 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 so weird to me um, because this would have been a little bit more appropriate. But... God. So, the animal cracker <laughs> is a... It's kind of a misnomer. I mean, when I look at animal cracker, it's a cookie, right? <laughs> Why are you calling it a cracker? Wow. Anyway, so th- that's Pat Easton's audition for the remake of Seinfeld. I just, I, I want, I almost want to call someone at like, uh, I, I don't know what the movie record, studio, or yeah, whatever. or the record label, to put this thing out and be like, because it's not in the, that that part is in the movie where he's talking about it's the not crackers. in the movie. The part it, that oh. dialogue is the but song it's is not with the song. No, it's it's so it. So someone sat down and thought, you know, what would be a good idea, putting "Don't Want to Miss a Thing" into this random <laughs> runabout. Like, I don't know why that song exists. That's what's so strange to me. I just wonder if someone at Universal Music or whatever was like, everyone loves that part where he's laying in the cornfield yeah. with Lee Tyler, like riffing on animal crackers. It's interesting because I've definitely never seen this movie, but I feel like I've heard about this whole animal cracker debate. And like, I agree. Yes, Shouldn't be a cracker. It should. That's that's absolutely true. And uh, I've heard the debate too. Right. The debate is something that is definitely in the zeitgeist. But I think... Uh, I mean, my per- I haven't researched it, but my personal theory is that the Animal Cracker dates back to a time when cookie wasn't really like. I feel like that's like a pre-depression yeah, item. The Animal Cracker crackers, yeah. Um, so I think that it's at been, the like, time cookies were more like biscuits, and that's just complicated. Exactly. I feel like like cookies were like a very highfalutin thing that they would yeah. like, make into children's shapes. Like that is just a cracker, right? Right. So I mean, I have to research it, but that's my theory, just kind of wow. spitballing. But I- yeah, like why that song? What's I, the need for it on a soundtrack? If I went down to Hollywood Boulevard right now and described a random tourist and said, do you remember the movie Armageddon from 1998? Some of them would say yes, yes. and they would say, 
And I would say, what do you remember from that movie? They'd be like, Bruce Willis blows up an asteroid. Okay. And that's... Spoiler that, alert. That, <laughs> uh, there's, there's a few things to spoil in that movie. Uh, okay. And, uh, and Aerosmith does the theme song. Does the theme song. Right. Um, I, I would give someone $100 if they walked up and said, I remember this really funny part. It's a really cute moment where Ben Affleck and Leif Tyler are laying in a field, and he's talking about why an animal cracker is called an animal cracker. Yeah. <laughs> that, that no one... Like, it's a cute moment in the movie, but no one remembered it. Yeah. It's very bizarre. Right. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. I almost feel like you ruined my day because it's like <laughs> now I'm going to go home and just think about like, why? 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 I had, I, we're, we're kind of running out of time. I had one more thing about Sean Kingston, but I don't know if I, it's worth. You want to hold it for next yeah, week? Yeah, I'm going to hold it. Sean Kingston. Sean, yeah, Sean um, I have thoughts on Sean Kingston, but we'll okay. do it next time. All right. Hey, you know, before we go, last yes, question. Please. I've been very open with everyone in my life about how I've started using dating apps again because it's like this whole thing, you know, if you're yes. if you're not going to try, you're not going to try. I am going to have you someday take over my app. And, I like this idea. And swipe all you want, but only for people you actually think I would like. Um, but like swipe and answer messages and all that. But I did want to ask you your opinion on this as a male. I've been talking to a guy for a full week full on week. the app. Seven days. Seven, uh, maybe even eight. He, um... We first started talking, he was leaving for Australia. So the whole time we've been talking, he's been in Australia and he's been like very responsive, which is like kind of surprising. Yeah. Um, he like invited me to, he lives in San Diego. It's a whole thing. Oh. What, it's a Long whole distance. mess. Like it's a disaster, but we get along really well from what I know, can tell. And now today, no responses. And I'm like, I think it was just yesterday that he invited me to San Diego, maybe two days ago. Is he still in Australia? Yeah. So do I just let it ride? I... I give him a pass for okay. today because he could be like zip lining totally. or something or doing that. I saw a thing. Sam Smith walked across the bridge in Sydney. It's like super high up. Oh my gosh. I want to do that so bad. I want to do it really bad too. Maybe he's doing that today. Maybe. Okay. Um, so I like, give him a pass on that. I how think many days do you let it go? You have not met him in person. No. So I'm not like emotionally connected to this. I'm more just like, oh my gosh, did we just talk for a week for us to just never speak again? <laughs> Because that would be a waste of my time. Yeah, for real. To to harken back to um, to the Ari Becca thing. Oh I'm wearing, yeah. I'm hoping that this isn't a. Cause, so my attitude on this, I'm yeah. just hoping this isn't a generational thing because I am older than you and I come from. I have not, like I I don't have any experience in dating apps. You're so lucky. So, I the game has changed. Yes. So from my perspective, um. I, I say this as you just offered to let me take over your dating app. And I'm like, I don't know how they work. Uh, <laughs> no, but, that's even better. <laughs> so from my perspective, I would think that because you haven't met him in person. Yes. There shouldn't be. There's not a you can't he can't expect very much from you and you shouldn't expect very much from him. The, I think what he's given you so far is above and beyond. Okay. I think I actually would agree with that. He's talked to you every day for a week. Every day. And right when he landed and we we started talking, he was literally at the airport going to Australia. And then he lands and he goes, hey, by the way, I'm going to respond at weird times the next couple of weeks. I'm in Australia, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that is like way. I didn't need that. Wow. He could have been responding at 2 a.m. and I could have just thought he was drunk and that would have been fine. I like this guy. You can get yeah. he gets a pass for not messaging you today. I think after, and I would think tomorrow even. Yes, I think after like four days of not hearing from him, if it were me, I would shoot him and I would be like, hey, How are how's it going? going? Okay, cool. Um, and if That's he doesn't respond, planned. then that means he has moved on. And, <laughs> and another one bites the dust. Yes, and uh, we put that to rest. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for that good advice. That's kind of what I was yeah. thinking, but you know, you always want like yeah, someone absolutely. else to weigh on on it. You want to bounce it off somebody. Yep. So you, I'm excited to, uh, to is this, what app are you going to let me take over? 
So I am on both Bumble and Hinge. And I think Bumble for beginners like you is the better one. Hinge is like a little more to it. You only get 10 likes a day. Like there's there's oh. a little more going on there. Um, so I am happy, you know, unless next time we do a podcast in like, you know, 10 days, I'm already in a relationship. I'm kidding. I hope to God I am not. Really? Yeah, that's too soon. Are you kidding? Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, I will happily hand you my phone. We will bumble and Sean Kingston in the next episode. I like that. I like I like that a lot. That's it. Yeah. That is in the biz what we call a tease. <laughs> Please let <laughs> us go <laughs> to get you to keep listening. So we're we're this week was weird. Yes, we are. Let me reset a little bit. If you're just tuning in now, my name is Easton. This is Erica. I hope you're not from just me. tuning in now. It's bad timing to tune in. <laughs> But I am Erica. If you if you tune in right now, I'm very impressed because that means you downloaded a podcast and then fast forwarded to about 32 minutes into the show. I'm personally a little offended. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but thanks for listening. If you did listen and um, uh, I don't know, like and subscribe, shout off in the comments down below. And um, maybe we'll tap dance next episode, too. Yeah. I'm lying. We won't. <laughs> I can't promise that. All right. Anyway, this week was weird. Goodbye. <laughs>